Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go. This is it. This is Top Flight Time Machine. I am Andy Hotbody Dawson. Pow, pow, pow. I'm Sam Nifty Delaney. So what? Um, it's the Monday morning episode. Uh, there has been um, a lot of significant news, current affairs events in the last few days. Uh, we've lost a prime minister after just a few weeks. We're about to gain another one. Um, so we thought it'd be a good idea to do a mailbag roundup. Yeah, absolutely. Just distract ourselves. Distract ourselves even. From what's what's going so on? Before we get started, Andy, uh, yeah. just, just before we started recording, I had just been watching some lovely tap dancing on a video yeah. clip that someone sent me. Are you a fan of t- of tap? Um, it's one of the better methods of dancing. I it think. really it's so wonderful. When I was a kid, I saw a Fred Astaire movie one day, and it had such a big effect on me. Right. Mm-hmm. That I was really young. I couldn't believe. Imagine if you'd never seen tap. Take yourself back to the a moment in which you had never seen tap dancing. I'm trying. It's not easy. Yeah. Right. So you're just walking. Imagine you're like one of these guys who's been in the jungle for years, lost in the jungle. You've not yeah. seen civilization. Suddenly, you see someone tap dancing. That was what it was like. I remember the moment I was very young, and suddenly it's like you know an old black and white Fred Astaire movies on the box on a Sunday. And I yeah. have given it to my mum. What the fuck are those cunts doing? Yeah. And she's gone, that, my son. Oh, my friend. Is, that, my son, is fucking tap dancing. Yeah. And Drink it in. Uh, drink it in. It's fucking dynamite, right? Because my mum loves that, <laughs> right? And I've gone, you're fucking not wrong, it's dynamite. Who's the main cunt? I like him. She went, Fred Astaire. Best tap dancer ever was. <laughs> Write that down. Write it down and remember that name. You're going to wear that again plenty of times throughout your life. So I've gone, okay, right. I've I've looked at this and I like what I see. And I can tell you right now, despite the fact I'm only about six, Mm. I'm going to be a pro tap dancer. That's my dream, my ambition. And she's gone, great. Okay. I will do everything within my power. That's what she said because because my mother was a frustrated ballerina, by which I mean she never did any fucking ballet in her life, right? Right. But she loves the idea. Just fancied it, yeah. She thought, wouldn't it be great to be a ballerina? She didn't fuck all about it, but she loved the idea of it, right? Lesson there. She didn't think that any of her brutish sons would be ballerinas. Or whatever. What's a man ballerina called? A, ma- a manarina. Manarina, that's it. She didn't think any of us wanted to be a manarina. But then I've gone, I don't know about that ballet shit, but I want in on the tap dancing. She's gone, yeah. no problem. I'll set you up with a class, right? 
So her best mate Peggy. I'll who, nail some metal to the bottom of your shoes. Now. First off, give me your fucking plimpsels. I'll stick on some fucking toothpaste tubes to the bottom of them. <laughs> Remember, toothpaste tubes were sort of made of metal, weren't they? Yeah. And you could were. stick them to the sole of your shoes and make tap top. So I said, I'll, I'll definitely be wanting some tap shoes. Right. I, I, that's the thing. That's the other main thing I remember. I go, how the fuck's it making that noise? It sounds wonderful. And mm. she's gone, special shoes. I said, what do you mean special shoes? She goes, fucking metal on them. I said, fuck off. They've got special metal bits on the bottom of those shiny shoes they're wearing. Exacto Mondo. You heard me right, you cloth-eared yeah. cunt. they got yeah. metal on the bottom of their fucking shoes. Yeah, How else quick. are you thinking it's going click, clickety-clack, clickety-clack, clack, click, right? I've gone fucking hell. Uh, this is if it wasn't fucking brilliant enough already. Now I'm getting special equipment. Let's do this. Uh, so her and her best friend Peggy, who I've talked about before on the show, who's like super mad, quite a big, yeah. quite a big presence in my childhood. Peggy was and box of uh, wasps. Box she says she sent sent her own sister anonymous envelopes of dead wasps, and that, oh, that's just one wasps. of them. I mean. She also ate a child's birthday cake and then fucked, ran away. Like, yeah. and all sorts of mad shit. She was always, I mean, if ever a woman was living out loud, it was Peggy. I actually, she comes up in conversation all the time. I haven't seen her in years. My son, got, we had lasagna for dinner, right? My son has one serving. And then he goes, bold as brass. Can I just have a, I don't want a whole another portion, but is it all right if I just take the cheesy bit off the top I went you fucking what <laughs> hang on a minute let me just fucking wring my ears out a bit because I think I'm hearing things <laughs> say that one more time he's gone can I just take the cheese off top of lasagna I went you mean the best fucking bit yeah and you don't want any other bit of the lasagna you just want to take all the cheese off yeah that's right I went you can get fucked Obviously, I'm paraphrasing. I didn't necessarily use all of these words, but I more or less said to him, you can get fucked. That is selfish and out of order. And I said, and he was like, why? It's just the best bit. I said, that's exactly why you can't take it off. And my wife went, no, you can't do that, Len. And I went, that's a Peggy move. And they went, what do you mean? I said, well, Peggy used to do things like, she'd like, She'd, she'd get like a Kit Kat and she'd like mm. eat all the chocolate off around the Kit Kat and then just like fucking leave the bare biscuit on the table yeah. or whatever. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. she'd just always take the good bit. She wasn't willing to take the rough with the smooth. Anyway, Peggy and my mum sought out a dance class for me and Peggy's son, Sean, who was sort of like one of my best mates. We go there on a Saturday right and i'm going mm. when do i get the fucking tap shoes then and yeah, they're exactly. going that's a big question isn't it? they'll have mm. them there and i'm going not too sure about this we get there first thing that happens when i walk in the door is that two girls out of my class infants are in the fucking lesson and they've gone yeah. eh, there's sam and giggled their heads off he's right? a boy he's a boy and he's at our dad's What's class he doing here? next thing is he turning into a girl but next thing, right, I thought, oh, fucking hell, this is all I need. I didn't think I'd get rumbled. I'm out on my postcode here. I thought there was no danger of seeing any other cunt on you. Right, 
fuck, I'm here now. I'll just have to be brazen about it. Right, where are the tap shoes? Not joking, the teacher comes out and goes, here are your shoes. Hands me a pair of fucking ballet slippers, mate. I'd been tricked. It turns out they go, well, in order to learn to dance in Mm. any style... You first have to have a foundation of ballet because ballet ah, is the foundation of any dance. It teaches fuck you off. exactly. A fuck, this is a scam. And I don't know whether my mum was behind it because she wanted me to be a manorina, right? But suffice to say, I was like, I'm not putting on any slippers and I'm certainly not putting on a tutu. And there'll be no way I'm doing a fucking pirouette neither. So <laughs> let's just call this quick, shake hands and, and agree yeah. and agree this to never been... see each other again. <laughs> Terrible mistake. <laughs> exactly, it was like that. I think I went bananas at my mum. And oh, I went, she was like, well, I didn't know. I was going, that's fucking, but you fucking knew. You knew they were going to make me do ballet. That's why you took me there. That was supposed to be a tap class. I thought I was going to go, I thought they were going to give me a dinner suit and a top hat like fucking Fred Astaire in all them films. <laughs> but no. So, uh, but I, all these memories came flooding back because I was on Twitter and I saw there's a great, there's a guy, I don't know if you follow him, he's called Michael Warburton. Right, on Twitter. I've seen his tweets, yeah. I've seen a lot of his lately. He's getting a lot of traction. Every day he posts. What he is, is is it? you know, it's like, it's not his own content, but he's a brilliant... He's an actor, isn't he? By by default. He's a brilliant archivist, right? Yeah. And every day he posts wonderful curiosities, right, from the history of pop culture. And sometimes it's a picture. Sometimes it's like, I mean, I'm looking just through now. 34 seconds ago, Andy... I mean, I think you and him would get along. 34 seconds ago, he posted the intro sequence to Captain Caveman and the Teen Angels, right? Yeah. Wonderful, right? Then before that, he he posted a clip of Marilyn Monroe in the 1948's Ladies of the Chorus, in which she sang and danced, and it was her first major role before she became a big star. And uh, the clip that I'm watch it's not all clips sometimes it's images like he showed a nice picture of uh henry fonda looking very cool in 1945 the clip i was looking at was um bob hope and uh oh what do you call him carrie grant uh, james cagney uh, doing a tap routine in a 1955 film called the seven little foys and right. like James Cagney obviously usually plays gangsters, right? He's a hard man. Yeah. And and Bob Hope, he's a comic, isn't he? He's a funny man. What you don't expect any of them to be doing is a wonderfully elegant and funny because it's one of them funny dance routines. You know, like Brucey used to do sometimes with I can't remember he'd he'd do it with the judge, Anton de Beck. <laughs> you know, like a comedy tap dance routine. Yeah. You know that sort of caper. Anyway, it's one of those, and it's absolutely wonderful. He's Where a good guy to follow. This? Uh, one hour ago, he po- he's a prolific poster, so you have to scroll he's down quite a lot. Non-stop. He I'm can't fucking him. stop. I'm not sure I should. He can't stop. Honestly, mate, I tell you, earlier this week, like maybe yesterday, he posted a clip right that demands. I meant to mention this to you. Further examination from you and I, because what it is is it's our old friend Elton John, right? 
on a, a documentary in the 1970s where he's talking to them about his songwriting process, right? And it's in the middle of the 70s. He's full 70s El- Elton. And he's just in a little rehearsal room with an old piano. And he's doing all that. Oh, yes, well, what I tend to do is Bernie Tulpin, my friend, he sends over the lyrics to me and I read them and then they give me a sense of... I can usually work out what sort of pace the song's going to be and what sort of vibe it's going to be from Bernie's lyrics straight away because we understand each other like that. So he goes, so take this one, for example, and he gets some scraps of paper just from a pile, right? Mm. And he goes, oh, yeah, like this one. What's this one called? He's called this one Tiny Dancer. Yeah, Bernie's written this one about his girlfriend, you see. So I thought, oh, I'll do this one because that'll make Bernie Bernie happy because it's about his girlfriend. And I'm reading it. Um, and no, I'm I like go- making Bernie happy. Yeah, that's what it's like. It's so sweet. And he goes, yeah, I'll go through a little shit. And look, I can see this, right? Blue jean baby, LA lady. And then you can see, as soon as they say ballerina, that's the point at which I realised this has got to not be a fast song. This is a slowy. I can tell. <laughs> that line is real. So he goes, I think it'll go something like this. And he starts doing, blue jean, baby, yeah. LA. And you see it happen. It's like when you yeah. watch the Beatles get back, when you um, get see back, something yeah. happen for the first time. Uh-huh. And you're like, <gasps> it's amazing. But doesn't he say that? Hasn't, hasn't he always said if he doesn't get it within 20 minutes, he, he chucks it? Fuck it. It's gone. Elton. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> I always say. Mad. It's now yeah. or never. That's the Elton policy. Yeah, fuck. <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm looking at this tap dancing thing. Yeah. It's brilliant. It's lovely, isn't and it? It's got the volume up. Yeah, it's great. And they're obviously doing funny dialogue. I mean, sometimes you oh, just I think. I get the volume up because it's connected just, to the headphones, which are You just got to watch these old films because that was when they did them properly. Not all this nonsense nowadays with your superheroes and you're flying about. Yeah. What you've seen, you should bring back tap dancing. Or maybe it's have superheroes that do tap dancing. That would be a good compromise. 100% bring back films with tap dancing in. I mean, LA Story was quite good. That was the one with Emma Stone and what's the lad called? With the sad, oh, La La beautiful Land, eyes. Elliot's story it. was St- Steve oh, Martin. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, La La Land. Um, what's his name? He's got lovely eyes. Ryan, Ryan Gosling. Ryan, Ryan Gosling. Gosling. It was pretty good, but mainly, let's be honest, the reason it was good is because Emma Stone was so sexy in it. I in never the, watched it. Well, Should I watch it? mate, whether or not... Oh, you not, said there's a bit in it that's like there's really... There's one bit where he's she goes to a party... <laughs> And she sees him, who she's seen before, playing the piano exquisitely in a jazz Mm. bar. So she knows he's this extremely talented jazz musician. And then he's given her the cold shoulder at this this bar. So then she turns up a few weeks later at some party, and he's in a band that's been hired to play a party, and they're an 80s covers act, right? Mm. So it's this sort of juxtaposition between, like she knows that he's a serious musician. He he acted all cool with her, but now she's seeing him in a silly outfit with a silly haircut, a silly hairdo, playing yeah. covers to request. Anyway, that's the setup. And she puts, and they take, they call out for requests and she puts her hand up and she says, and I ran, which is by, who's that by? A flock of seagulls. A flock of seagulls, right? So they go, okay, and I ran. And they start playing it. And Ryan Gosling's looking at her all grumpily, like, oh, it's there again. I like her. And she starts <laughs> dancing in this cute way in this dress. 
right? And she's sort of giving him this cheeky face and just bit. I can't, it, words won't do it justice. But I can tell you now, if you're a man or a woman listening to this, even if you don't think you've ever fancied Emma Stone before, you will watch that scene and fall in love. And it only lasts... on YouTube later on. It only lasts for about, like, a minute or two, but sometimes right. actors just can do little things like that that send yeah. your, your mind bonkers. So oh, You're a bit triggered there, yeah. Um, yeah, you can tell even me talking about it, I'm getting a bit triggered. But... Um, I'm, um... You, you said earlier there, try and imagine a time when you didn't know what tap dancing was. Mm, mm. That's really hard, because do you remember, I mean, you might remember who the most prominent tap dancer of our childhood was. Bruce Forsyth. No. Who then? Before that. Oh, Roy Lionel Castle. Blair. Oh, Roy, Roy Castle. Castle, of course. What yeah. a tap dancer. Yeah. He was amazing. And he could, the thing about him is, and I've noticed this with a lot of people who know how to tap dance, which in the old days, like literally everyone on TV... <laughs> Like even John Craven, <laughs> yeah. Frank Boff, any of them. You weren't, you had to know how tap. Didn't oh, mean you'd, you'd Frank be, Boff tap dancing. You know, if they could call upon you at any time, right? David Coleman, anyone. The BBC yeah. said, now, now listen here, Bernard Coleman. Manning. We know you know your stuff sports-wise and you're a talented broadcaster. We assume you have a background in tap. Oh, uh, of course I do. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I tapped to uh, level three, and I also did a stint as a ballerina, which of course you have to, but you have to pay your dues as a ballerina before they give you the tap shoes. That's standard. Good, very well. Here's your contract. Jalapeno. Here's a brief but annoying message to let you know that you wouldn't be hearing this brief but annoying message if you were a subscriber to our Iron Filing Society Patreon offering. For the price of a pint and a St Clements each month, you can get up to four episodes a week, nine months before the rest of the world gets them. Early access to regular episodes, lots of other marvellous benefits, and there's absolutely no adverts or brief but annoying messages like this that will get right on your ticks. Find out more and subscribe now at tftimemachine.com slash ironfilings. Jalapeño. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Jalapeño. They all knew how to tap dance. I've noticed that the ones who know how to tap dance well, they can't resist tap dancing. And who can blame them? If you or I knew how to fucking tap dance, we'd be doing it non-stop. Because it's it so much fun. And Roy Castle, when you were watching Record Breakers, like, did you often think, he's like, I can't believe he's tap dancing again. There doesn't seem to be any reason for him to be tap dancing, but he's doing it Pretty anyway. Much. Yeah, And the trumpet as well, playing the yeah. trumpet. Sometimes both at once, mate. All-round entertainer, wasn't he? But yeah. Do you remember, he got lung cancer and he had the right ump about it, didn't he? Because he went... Yeah. Okay, understandably uh, yeah but he was like well I've never smoked in my life but he blamed it all on playing the trumpet in jazz clubs he blamed clubs. it in jazz clubs playing in jazz clubs all the time yeah mm. for decades um, I'll tell you what we'll do we'll go back in time over a month or so ago where we asked people to send in their best bits 
Oh yeah. And then we yeah. just ignored yeah. all of them. Yeah, they, so a lot of them weren't good enough. A good idea, mate. One of them, well, you might find it. I don't want to give it away, but I read one early what submission, and right. it made me think. No, I'm not going to look at any more of these. It's too upsetting. Really? <laughs> no, not upsetting. But some geezer just wrote in and said something like, the moment my girlfriend said that she'd marry me. Oh, what? That's not upsetting. That's lovely, and I'm happy for him. But I don't think it was in the spirit of what we were no, trying to achieve. We've got, it's something that chimes with us. We can all resonate with. We were thinking more like, with. oh, Roy Castle playing the trumpet <clears throat> whilst doing a tap dance yeah. on record. While some cunt, uh, to celebrate some cunt who'd just done the world record domino topple. <laughs> <laughs> now that, that would count as the best bit, that wouldn't was, it? That was the best telly. Domino like, yeah. You put record breakers on and you go to a special episode. We're Domino. going to Holland. And you're thinking, please, please, Dominoes. Yeah. And there's, there's going to be a new world Domino toppling record. Yes! Get it! Fucking yes! This Domino be, Day on Record Breakers! The whole 25 minutes is going to be just Dominoes being toppled. <laughs> oh, will they? Because there's the jeopardy that one of the Dominoes might not topple and it oh, all falls apart. In some ways, that was even better, mate. Yeah. Fucking hell. You know what? I've just looked at the comments under the episode, which was the, um, Attenborough's yeah. Animal Voices, 25th right. September. <clears throat> and the first comment I saw, the cosmos has just weirded straight mm. in here from Daniel Armstrong. He says, best bits, sorry, best bit, and there's a YouTube link, mm. which I'm going to have to look at. And he just says, oh, in pet, Barry, tap dancing. Wow. Yeah. Fucking hell, cosmos or what? How often have we talked about tap dancing in the past? Not often. And then today, it's almost like a tap dancing special, and this happens. So weird. I can't even remember that bit. I just think that this is showing us that you and I should, um, that you and I should do a little tap opener at our live show. Well, I'm just thinking that we've got about a week and a half. Yeah, it's just we'll train on YouTube. Show. You know what I'm thinking? It's like one of these. I know we can't use licensed music, but I'll give you the vibe. You'll know the vibe mm. I'm talking about. Here we go. Me and my shadow, shadow. strolling yeah. down the boulevard. Tappity tap, yeah. tap, tappity tap, tap, tap. And like lots of bits where we lean on each other's shoulders. Do you yeah. know what I mean? And put yeah. and cross one ankle over the other. <laughs> and then and then like I'm leaning on your shoulder doing that and then you just move away casually and I sort of stumble onto the floor funny little bits like that if if our good friend Alex D is listening to this mm. we're going to need some music we're going to need some music along the lines of me and my shadow with yeah. a lot of like gaps in that we will fill with the sound of our tap shoes which we will yes we will be making our own tap shoes yes we will I'll <laughs> get a pair of Adidas Adidas gazelles and fucking super glue a couple of 10p pieces to them. <laughs> Love it. The whole show will be tap friendly. We tap, tap it all the way through. Tap, it. Tap, 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 So, this, this Barry from here, Venice Impact Tap Dancing, I don't remember this bit. Looks like it's from series two. Um, we're not going to go through that, but I'll, I'll take his word for it. Oh, there he is. He's tap dancing. So I'd have a link, maybe Cosmosy, to have Eats Impact. It's just so I was having Melisania just then. Um, my wife said something and Len said she's lying 
as a joke. And that set me off going, she's lying. She's lying. And he was like, <laughs> he was like, what are you on about? She's lying. And I said, why should I tell you, Len, when instead I can get Alexa to explain? Alexa, <laughs> Alexa, play Jimmy. And my wife's going, no, don't do it. And I said, I'm fucking doing it because now it's in my nut, right? And, and I've got to fucking flush it out. Alexa, play Ain't No Doubt by Jimmy Nail. So play it. And I remember that song when it got to number one because I was in the rain at the time, so it sort of like brought back. But I went, actually, and it, this is no lie, Andy. I haven't heard mm. that song in years. And actually, I think it's quite good. Yeah, I thought so at the time. Did you? Yeah. At the time, yeah. I despised yeah. it. I didn't know what the fuck was happening. I thought, what the hell's this? I thought, this is like a fucking novelty song, but everyone seems to be taking it seriously. And the Jimmy Nail is acting serious. Because like, when he turned up on Top of the Pops, I thought, he's going to be doing this with a twinkle in his eye. It's nonsense. Yeah. But he was like, no, this is dead serious. And I was like, no, not having this. It's got, it's got lots of good components to it. It's got it's, a bit it's, where he talks it's, during it, the verses. It's, it's, it's got that catchphrase, she's lying. She's and lying. the chorus is very, very catchy. Yeah. And I never, honestly, I never thought it. And I yeah. played it sort of partly to annoy my wife, partly to amuse <clears throat> Len, who agreed with me it was a good song. And I was like, fucking hell, this is a bit of a banger. We might have to mm. deep dive this. But I also said, I think in, in today's context, it would be considered quite problematic, the whole she's lying thing, because it sounds slightly like gaslighty. Yeah, yeah, it does. <laughs> I don't think a song like that would go down too well these days. Mm. Because it sort of perpetrates a, a kind of a misogynist trope. No, the thing is, it's not just that. If you listen to so many love songs sung by men yeah. over the decades, they're all like kind of that. It's all my woman done me wrong well, in various ways. Have I ever why, suggested? Have I ever suggested to you that we deep? I think I suggested it, and then it was so problematic that I thought, well, we can't even <laughs> do Orange Juice Jones walking in the rain. Oh, we're going to do the video. Aren't have we? you seen the video of it? It is fucking... Not for a long time. I mean, it's a good song if you take the lyrics out of it because the lyrics are very problematic. Mm. But the video is unbelievably dodgy. Like, right. he's been following her and he reckons he's seen her with another fella. Yeah. Maybe he has, but his reaction is despicable. Well, I'll have a look at later on. We might dig that. <laughs> I think we talked about it then it led on to a conversation about Roy Orbison's I Drove All Night. I Drove, I drove All, all night, night for to This. To get to you, crept in your room. Yeah. Is that all right? Is that no, all right? Roy. Are you not even going to give me... I drove all night. You're not even going to wank me off. Unbelievable. <laughs> I crept in your room. I just, you know how long it took me to get here? Full <laughs> tank of petrol. And it, that's almost that. So it's going to be another tank to get back again. <laughs> no, Roy, it's not all right. And you've pretended to be fucking blind as well. Yeah. So, some, no, of, the lasses, some of the lasses like it, you know. Like they take pity on us. <laughs> and also, sometimes they'll get their baps out in front of us thinking I can't see. <laughs> but I can see, all right. I can't, don't, don't worry about that. <laughs> Joke's on them. <laughs> uh, can I read an email that yesterday made me literally low? Oh, we're not doing the, the best bits. Yeah, go on, then do that. Just so we'll you can go back to best bits. But I, I don't want to forget this because it's uh, this not often an email makes me laugh out loud. And this one did. Okay. It's from Rob Doyle. 
He says, all right, lads, just a quick one. Say thanks for inadvertently preparing me for the bizarre behaviour of my daughter following Sam's chat about meeting in a pub car park is so 1980s. That was actually Andy's daughter. But we, but my daughter was when I was outside the front of Hammersmith Apollo and I said, I'm just out the front. And she claimed that that was just something that people said in the old days, just out the front. And it didn't mean anything to modern people, <laughs> right? And it was Andy's daughter who said that when he said, I'm in the pub car park, was like, nobody knows what that means. <laughs> What's a pub car park? <laughs> What's a pub car park? So we both have experience of teenage daughters basically gaslighting us by claiming that anything they don't understand, it's just because we're too, we're just really old. Um, anyway, he said, I've just had one of my 13 year old daughter's friend. I gave her a lift home after a sleepover, got the Google Maps ready and asked where she lived. She gave me the name of the town. I said <laughs> I need. I said I, I needed her address. What, like the number and that? Yes, <laughs> forty-one. Forty-one what? <laughs> forty-one Queen Street. And with that, she looked. And with that, she looked at my daughter and rolled her eyes. And my daughter whispers. My daughter whispers. Dad, you're so embarrassing. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like I was more prepared for this than I would have been without the podcast. So thanks for your service. And I thought, that is so spot on. I went and I read it out to my wife, right? And she was like, oh my God, that is so like our daughter. And then my daughter, who's on a two week fucking half term for some reason, she heard us. Yeah, she heard us, and and she came down. She went, what are you talking about? I heard you talking about me. And I said, it's not about oh. you. L- listen to this email. And I've got to admit, she burst out laughing and said, yeah, that's exactly the sort of thing me and my mates would do to you. Because it's the <laughs> gaslighting element is rolling her eyes because yeah. he has asked her to give her more information. <laughs> all right, all right, <laughs> fucking hell. Calm down, mate. What, want anything else, do you? Want, want, want my DNA as well, do you? What are you doing? You're grooming me or something, you yeah. nuts. Yeah. Oh, I'll tell you what, why don't we do who do you think you are? You can look back through my old fucking family history while you're at it, you mad cunt. Tell you what, just drop us here. <laughs> yeah. Oh, don't worry, no. I'll, I'll feel more comfortable making my own way, thanks. <laughs> fucking hell. I tell you what, <laughs> that's brilliant. Her dad's a bit fucking weird. He can stop plugging me for personal information, half <laughs> uh, of which I didn't have anyway. I mean, who knows things like your address nowadays? <laughs> that's brilliant. Here's another good one before I get back to the best bits. Uh, this is from someone called Sam. Might be Ooh. you. Don't know. And yeah. I don't know if this is. I don't know if this is a reference to anything we've said in an episode or not. Genuinely My name is Sam. I love your podcast, particularly <laughs> Sam Delaney, who is wonderful. <laughs> Give him a pay rise if one's available. All the best, Sam. I, I, I mean, Dan. Dan Sabaney. <laughs> so listen to this. This could be a reference to something I don't know, I can't remember. From Sam, and the, the email just simply says, currently eating a donut over the sink. Lovely. Yeah, we know. Yeah, because we talked ages ago about how eating over the sink is really good. Like, right. because you don't need to get a plate dirty. You just yeah, get you get your snack is. and you stand over the sink. You, it's good in winter, you do it with crumbly things like toast or, well, donuts, for yeah. example. But in summer, you do it with particularly juicy peaches. <laughs> or a very melty ice lolly. Yes, exactly. And you, got, you haven't got, do you know what? 
we li- we we're all under so much stress all the time, Andy. But it's the one time when you're eating something over the sink that you don't have a care in the world. You ain't got to think about anything, have you? There's no worries at all. There's no worries. There's no anxiety because of. there are no consequences to exactly. your actions. Do you know what exactly. I mean? Yeah. So that's yeah. True. Fucking more power to your elbow, well, Sam, with your donut. If that's indeed your real name. Yeah. The more over the sink eating from all of us. Yeah. Is is a few best bits before we go. Tell us what you think. Lee Horner says, best bit, the budgie predicting the racing results in carry on at your convenience. Yeah, that's superb. That's a great best bit. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> it really that's got is. a lot, actually, that email. Yeah. It's got a budgie, it's got racing results, and it's got carry on at your convenience. Yeah. Another another movie one, Nigel Adley, friend of the show. Mm. Uh, he says, the bit in the porridge film where Oxy dumps them and they break back in. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, great. Um, and Bootube says, Indiana Jones shoots a swordsman in the face at a busy Cairo Bazaar. <laughs> uh, Tim yeah. Forrester, the video of Richard Branson doing an ab- abseil and hurting his arse. Can't remember that one. The bit... You can give these marks out of 10 if you want. Right, well, only if I've seen them, of course. <clears throat> well, if you've seen... If you haven't seen them, just say, no mark. Okay. We'll have to end soon. My voice is away again. <laughs> <clears throat> um, the Dan Nevins, the bit where George McFly sparks Biff right out at the yeah. Enchantment Under the Sea dance. Yeah, I love that. Nine. Uh, there's some good fellas ones. The best one, I think, is from Ricky Gaylor. Billy Bats acting the cunt. Sunshine of your love kicks in and De Niro eyeballing him with a fag. I actually find that bit very upsetting. I mean, I can you see why like it's popular. very much, do you? Well, it's very powerful. But uh, <clears throat> yeah, I think that Scorsese's got a real fucking issue with with, with like fucking <laughs> fancying hard men in suits. And so I'm only giving that a five. But I can see the cinematic virtues of it. Uh, okay. Someone, someone's email, I've got an email here of Best Bits from Simon Cop, and mm. he has quite rightly said, Laurel and Hardy commence the dancing. You know that clip? It's from, I think it's from Way Out West, which is mm. one of the best Laurel and Hardy movies. And it's where they suddenly just inexplicably, in the middle of like this, while we're done, just start singing this amazing yeah. And they do a lovely dance that has got tap elements to it, but again, yeah. it's a great reference point for our opening dance on the live show. Um, what else? We've got a, what, a couple more. Um, oh, Michael Comerford. Prince's solo on uh, While My Guitar Gently Weeps at the George Harrison Tribute Concert. Have you oh, seen yeah. That? That's great. Yeah, that's a 10 from me. I'll give that a 10 as well, yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, getting back to what's his name? Ryan Gosling. Brian Lovett says, Drive, when he stoves that guy's head in the no, lift. No, no. No. Guys, no. guys, do you Again. know what? Grow up. Right? Why don't you spend less time fucking fetishizing acts of extreme violence, right? Mm. That you've seen in a film about a tough man, right? <laughs> um, I saw a film about a tough man who drives a fast car, and at one point someone's rude to him, so he smashes his head in a lift. That's what I'd love to do to anyone who yeah. was ever rude to me, right? Uh, Didn't like that film at all. No, I thought it was a cunt's film. But I would say, <laughs> next time you want to watch one of these violent films, instead, why don't you watch a film with a lovely bit of fucking tap dancing in it? Or, lovely bit of dancing. Or a budgerigar that predicts the racing results. Either of those things are much better than anyone having their heads smashed in. <laughs> Fuck's sake. Grow up. I, 
let's just leave it there. We'll leave it yeah. there. We'll, we'll come full circle. Back to tap dancing again. Mm. So there you go. Um, your best bits haven't been that best, really. No, there was some Sorry. good ones, let's be fair. There was a few. Mm. You should have seen the ones they didn't read out. <laughs> right, thanks very much. I have got no voice left, so that's the end of this episode. Uh, thank you and goodbye. Goodbye. This is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc.,